Did you know that meditation can lead to less stress, lower depression, and better sleep? Download the Abide app to find your place of peace. Hello, and welcome to this Abide children's bedtime story. Daniel, faithful follower of God. We know from the book of Daniel in the Old Testament that Daniel and his friends, Mishael, Azariah, and Hananiah, you might have heard them called Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, were taken from their homeland of Israel into captivity in Babylon. They had a very hard time in Babylon, where several different kings over their lifetime tried to make them turn away from their faith in God. But these young men would have none of that. Before we learn more about Daniel and his friends, settle down into your bed and get really comfortable. Sleep is really important for our minds and our bodies, so I want to help you tonight to sleep really well, knowing that God is faithful to you and will be with you through the night. Now take slow, deep breaths and make sure all your muscles are loose. Shake out your hands, wiggle your toes, and then make everything still and calm. While I'm telling you this story, I want you to keep breathing slowly. Close your eyes and just listen to my voice. I'm going to pray for you now. Dear God, thank you for your faithful followers, Daniel and his friends. I pray that this child listening to my voice tonight will know that they can be as faithful to you as well. Even when things are really hard, or they're tempted to do what other people want them to do, thank you for being by their side all through the night. Give them sweet dreams as they trust in you. Amen. Daniel, Mishael, Azariah, and Hananiah were four youths living in Jerusalem a long, long, long time ago. Their families were considered leaders in the country, and the boys were smart and healthy and handsome. They really had a lot going for them. But a time came when the evil king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, phew, that's a hard name to say, sent his armies in and captured all the people and made them go back to Babylon with them as captives. It was a terrible time for the Israelites. They were being taken away from their homeland, losing all their freedoms and they were probably pretty scared about what was going to happen to them. But you know what they did know, that God was faithful. 
All four of these guys knew God, followed God with their whole hearts, and knew that whatever happened to them, God would not leave them. When they got to Babylon, King Nebuchadnezzar instructed his head servant to find members of the nobility and royalty among the captives, who were good-looking, wise, knowledgeable, and able to learn, because he wanted them to come to the palace and be taught the writings and the language of his people. Well, you might think that this meant that Daniel and his friends were going to have things easy, getting to live in the palace and just have to learn stuff. But what the king actually wanted was to make them forget their old life and become like the Babylonians. And that meant forgetting about God. Those picked to come to the palace to learn didn't have a choice, of course. They were captives. They had to do what they were told. And one of the things they were told is that they have to have new names. The chief servants gave Daniel the name Belteshazzar. Boy, Daniel is a lot easier to say, isn't it? His other friends were called Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They really didn't like this. Names have a lot of meaning. Daniel's name in Hebrew meant, God is my judge. But his new Babylonian name, Belteshazzar, meant, protect the life of the king. All the Babylonian names had something to do with honoring the gods of the Babylonians. How terrible it was for those boys who loved and served Jehovah, the only true God, to be given names honoring the false gods of Babylon. And then, to top it all off, they were told that they had to eat the same food the king ate and drink the same wine the king drank. You might think that's a good thing. But a lot of that food was forbidden by Jewish law. Daniel and his friends didn't know what to do. Finally, Daniel said to the servant, Test your servants for ten days. Let us be given vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance and the appearance of the youths who eat the king's food be observed by you, and deal with your servants according to what you see. And you know what? God honored the faithfulness of Daniel and his friends. After ten days, they were glowing with good health. The servant had been afraid that King Nebuchadnezzar would be really mad when he saw that the four boys were sickly looking because they weren't eating his rich food. But the very opposite was true. When we follow God's commands and are faithful to Him, He will be faithful to us. Following what God says is always the best way to do things, even when it might go against what the king is saying to do. Not only were the boys glowing with health, they were the fastest learners, the most knowledgeable, and the most capable of all the other youths. And... Not only that, but God gave Daniel the special ability to know what certain dreams were. 
and what they meant. This became very important when one day King Nebuchadnezzar had a really bad dream. He asked all his magicians and men who were supposed to be really wise to tell him what his dream meant. They said, O、oh, king, live forever. Tell your servants the dream, and we will show the interpretation. Dreams can be funny, crazy things. The king knew that if he told his wise men what the dream was, they would just make something up about what it meant. So he told them that he wanted them to tell him first what the dream was. And then, what it meant. As you can imagine, the wise men were very upset by this. No one can tell someone else what their dream was. When they said that to the king, he told them if they couldn't do it, then all the wise men in all of his kingdom would have to die. When the king's servant came to Daniel. And his friends to tell them that they would be killed and why, Daniel told him to take him to the king, and he would tell the king what his dream meant. Then he went home to his friends Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael, and told them to plead with God to give Daniel the dream, and its meaning for the king. Well, you might be able to guess what happened. God. Who knows everything? Told Daniel what the dream was, and what it meant. Even though the dream wasn't so good for the king, he was so thankful that Daniel had told him what it meant, that he said, "Truly, your God is God of gods and Lord of kings, and a revealer of mysteries. For you have been able to reveal this mystery." He then gave Daniel awards and honors, and even promoted him to be over all the wise men in Babylon. Daniel, Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael all continued to be faithful to God, and God remained faithful to them. Many years later, King Nebuchadnezzar had another dream. God again gave Daniel the ability to interpret his dream. This time, the dream was very bad news for the king, and Daniel was afraid to tell him what it was. But the king insisted, and so Daniel told the king that because Nebuchadnezzar was so proud and wanted all the glory for every good thing that happened, God. Was going to humble him. The king was going to be made like a wild animal, and he was going to eat grass like a cow. Within a year, that very thing happened. He was driven from among men, and ate grass like an ox, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven, till his hair grew as long as eagles' feathers. And his nails were like birds' claws. Oh my! King Nebuchadnezzar went from being a mighty king 
living in great wealth with an amazing palace, to living like an animal outside in the fields. But that's what it took for the king to see that he had been very proud and hadn't given God any of the glory. He turned from his wicked ways and acknowledged God, and his kingdom was restored to him, and he became the king once again. There were other times in the years that Daniel lived in Babylon that he was called upon to use this gift to interpret dreams or messages from God. They weren't always good messages, because the kings did not follow the one true God. But Daniel and his friends remained faithful. One time when Daniel was very old, because he always did the right thing, the other counselors to the king, who was now a man named Darius, became jealous of him. He was already being rewarded for the good things he did, and they didn't like it. So they convinced the king to make a law that anyone who prayed to any other god besides King Darius would be thrown into a den of lions. Well, of course Daniel was not going to pray to anyone but God. So when the jealous men found him praying to God, they told the king. Now, Darius really liked Daniel. He knew he was a good man, so he was sad that he would have to follow through on the law he made. He didn't think he had any choice. So they took Daniel and threw him into the den of lions. And Darius said to him, May your God, whom you serve continually, deliver you. King Darius didn't sleep that night because he was so worried about Daniel. Early the next morning, he ran to the opening of the lion's den and cried out, Daniel, has your God saved you? And you know what? Daniel walked right out of that lion's den without a scratch on him. God had shut the mouths of the lions, and they had not harmed him at all. King Darius was very happy that Daniel had been saved. He even made another law, that everyone in the kingdom would worship the God of Daniel. In all his life, it was very important that Daniel stay faithful to God in a country that did not worship him at all. Through four different kings, Daniel prospered because he always did the right thing. The Bible says, So this Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus the Persian. Nebuchadnezzar, his son Belshazzar, Darius and Cyrus were all very powerful kings in a country that worshipped every kind of God except Jehovah, the one true God. It was because Daniel and his friends remained faithful followers of Jehovah 
that they were able to influence those kings and not only survive their years in exile, but prosper in them. Let me pray for you as you sleep tonight. Father God, I pray for this child of yours as they sleep and dream tonight. May you fill them with peace and joy and the courage and strength to be faithful to you, even if they are in a place that doesn't honor you. It's not easy to do the right thing when you are being asked to do the wrong thing or when you might suffer for doing the right thing. So I ask that you would remind them continually of Daniel and all that he did in a foreign land to remain faithful to you. I thank you for your Holy Spirit who makes doing the right thing possible. I thank you for your Son, Jesus, who is their example every single day. Bless them and keep them. God, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We know from the book of Daniel in the Old Testament that Daniel and his friends, Mishael, Azariah, and Hananiah, you might have heard them called Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, were taken from their homeland of Israel into captivity in Babylon. They had a very hard time in Babylon, where several different kings over their lifetime tried to make them turn away from their faith in God. But these young men would have none of that. Before we learn more about Daniel and his friends, settle down into your bed and get really comfortable. Sleep is really important for our minds and our bodies, so I want to help you tonight to sleep really well, knowing that God is faithful to you and will be with you through the night. Now take slow, deep breaths and make sure all your muscles are loose. Shake out your hands, wiggle your toes, and then make everything still and calm. While I'm telling you this story, I want you to keep breathing slowly. Close your eyes and just listen to my voice. I'm going to pray for you now. Dear God, thank you for your faithful followers, Daniel and his friends. I pray that this child listening to my voice tonight will know that they can be as faithful to you as well. Even when things are really hard or they're tempted to do what other people want them to do, thank you for being by their side all through the night. Give them sweet dreams as they trust in you.
Amen. Daniel, Mishael, Azariah, and Hananiah were four youths living in Jerusalem a long, long, long time ago. Their families were considered leaders in the country, and the boys were smart and healthy and handsome. They really had a lot going for them. But a time came when the evil king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, phew, that's a hard name to say, sent his armies in and captured all the people and made them go back to Babylon with them as captives. It was a terrible time for the Israelites. They were being taken away from their homeland, losing all their freedoms, and they were probably pretty scared about what was going to happen to them. But you know what they did know? That God was faithful. All four of these guys knew God, followed God with their whole hearts, and knew that whatever happened to them, God would not leave them. When they got to Babylon, King Nebuchadnezzar instructed his head servant to find members of the nobility and royalty among the captives, who were good-looking, wise, knowledgeable, and able to learn, because he wanted them to come to the palace and be taught the writings and the language of his people. Well, you might think that this meant that Daniel and his friends were going to have things easy, getting to live in the palace and just have to learn stuff. But what the king actually wanted was to make them forget their old life and become like the Babylonians. And that meant forgetting about God. Those picked to come to the palace to learn didn't have a choice, of course. They were captives. They had to do what they were told. And one of the things they were told is that they have to have new names. The chief servants gave Daniel the name Belteshazzar. Boy, Daniel is a lot easier to say, isn't it? His other friends were called Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They really didn't like this. Names have a lot of meaning. Daniel's name in Hebrew meant, God is my judge. But his new Babylonian name, Belteshazzar, meant, protect the life of the king. All the Babylonian names had something to do with honoring the gods of the Babylonians. How terrible it was for those boys who loved and served Jehovah, the only true God to be given names honoring the false gods of Babylon. And then, to top it all off, they were told that they had to eat the same food the king ate and drink the same wine the king drank. You might think that's a good thing, but a lot of that food was forbidden by Jewish law. Daniel and his friends didn't know what to do. Finally, Daniel said to the servant, Test your servants for ten days. Let us be given vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance and the appearance of the youths who eat the king's food be observed by you. 
and deal with your servants according to what you see. And you know what? God honored the faithfulness of Daniel and his friends. After ten days, they were glowing with good health. The servant had been afraid that King Nebuchadnezzar would be really mad when he saw that the four boys were sickly-looking because they weren't eating his rich food. But the very opposite was true. When we follow God's commands and are faithful to Him, He will be faithful to us. Following what God says is always the best way to do things, even when it might go against what the king is saying to do. Not only were the boys glowing with health, they were the fastest learners, the most knowledgeable, and the most capable of all the other youths. And not only that, but God gave Daniel the special ability to know what certain dreams were and what they meant. This became very important when one day King Nebuchadnezzar had a really bad dream. He asked all his magicians and men who were supposed to be really wise to tell him what his dream meant. They said, O oh, king, live forever. Tell your servants the dream and we will show the interpretation. Dreams can be funny, crazy things. The king knew that if he told his wise men what the dream was, they would just make something up about what it meant. So he told them that he wanted them to tell him first what the dream was, and then what it meant. As you can imagine, the wise men were very upset by this. No one can tell someone else what their dream was. When they said that to the king, he told them if they couldn't do it, then all the wise men in all of his kingdom would have to die. When the king's servant came to Daniel and his friends to tell them that they would be killed and why, Daniel told him to take him to the king, and he would tell the king what his dream meant. Then he went home to his friends Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael, and told them to plead with God to give Daniel the dream and its meaning for the king. Well, you might be able to guess what happened. God, who knows everything, told Daniel what the dream was and what it meant. Even though the dream wasn't so good for the king, he was so thankful that Daniel had told him what it meant that he said, Truly, your God is God of gods and Lord of kings and a revealer of mysteries for you have been able to reveal this mystery. He then gave Daniel awards and honors, and even promoted him to be over all the wise men in Babylon. Daniel, Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael all continued to be faithful to God, and God remained faithful to them. Many years later, King Nebuchadnezzar had another dream. 
God again gave Daniel the ability to interpret his dream. This time, the dream was very bad news for the king, and Daniel was afraid to tell him what it was. But the king insisted, and so Daniel told the king that because Nebuchadnezzar was so proud and wanted all the glory for every good thing that happened, God was going to humble him. The king was going to be made like a wild animal, and he was going to eat grass like a cow. Within a year, that very thing happened. He was driven from among men, and ate grass like an ox, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven, till his hair grew as long as eagle's feathers, and his nails were like bird's claws. Oh my! King Nebuchadnezzar went from being a mighty king, living in great wealth with an amazing palace, to living like an animal outside in the fields. But that's what it took for the king to see that he had been very proud and hadn't given God any of the glory. He turned from his wicked ways and acknowledged God, and his kingdom was restored to him, and he became the king once again. There were other times in the years that Daniel lived in Babylon that he was called upon to use this gift to interpret dreams or messages from God. They weren't always good messages, because the kings did not follow the one true God. But Daniel and his friends remained faithful. One time when Daniel was very old, because he always did the right thing, the other counselors to the king, who was now a man named Darius, became jealous of him. He was already being rewarded for the good things he did, and they didn't like it. So they convinced the king to make a law that anyone who prayed to any other god besides King Darius would be thrown into a den of lions. Well, of course Daniel was not going to pray to anyone but God. So when the jealous men found him praying to God, they told the king. Now, Darius really liked Daniel. He knew he was a good man, so he was sad that he would have to follow through on the law he made. He didn't think he had any choice. So they took Daniel and threw him into the den of lions. And Darius said to him, May your God, whom you serve continually, deliver you. King Darius didn't sleep that night, because he was so worried about Daniel. Early the next morning, he ran to the opening of the lion's den and cried out, Daniel, has your God saved you? And you know what? Daniel walked right out of that lion's den without a scratch on him. God had shut the mouths of the lions, and they had not harmed him at all. 
King Darius was very happy that Daniel had been saved. He even made another law that everyone in the kingdom would worship the God of Daniel. In all his life, it was very important that Daniel stay faithful to God in a country that did not worship him at all. Through four different kings, Daniel prospered because he always did the right thing. The Bible says, So this Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus the Persian. Nebuchadnezzar, his son Belshazzar, Darius and Cyrus were all very powerful kings in a country that worshipped every kind of God except Jehovah, the one true God. It was because Daniel and his friends remained faithful followers of Jehovah that they were able to influence those kings and not only survive their years in exile, but prosper in them. Let me pray for you as you sleep tonight. Father God, I pray for this child of yours as they sleep and dream tonight. May you fill them with peace and joy and the courage and strength to be faithful to you, even if they are in a place that doesn't honor you. It's not easy to do the right thing when you are being asked to do the wrong thing or when you might suffer for doing the right thing. So I ask that you would remind them continually of Daniel and all that he did in a foreign land to remain faithful to you. I thank you for your Holy Spirit who makes doing the right thing possible. I thank you for your Son, Jesus, who is their example every single day. Bless them and keep them. God, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.